Joining us on the line is the mayor of Collingwood, his worship, Brian Saunderson. Great to have you on the line, Brian. Uh, good morning. We, to be here. we continue to uh, work together as a community, as a town, to get through COVID-19. Uh, and the story just seems to improve a- a- as the days go on. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, actually, I had a call yesterday from a resident who um, uh, is uh, has frontline worker uh, in her family, but uh, was saying, you know, I... I I think you need to give a call out and a pat on the back to all residents of Collingwood for the great job that we are doing in uh, in flattening the curve. Here, here, and, and living responsibly. And uh, so I, I told her I would. So I am doing that now. <laughs> so Jill, uh, thank you for that suggestion. And uh, everybody who's listening, uh, please give yourselves a pat on the back. We have done a great job uh, flattening the curve. Um, but as we have heard. Uh, this threat will continue to be with us for the next 12 to 18 months, and so we need to continue to work cooperatively to make sure that we continue to flatten the curve. And along with the health concerns, of course, uh, everybody has to consider the economic ramifications of COVID-19. And the town has, uh, along with a task force, been very proactive about this. And and there's plans in place. There's things going on. Uh, You had the the task force present uh, this just this week. Uh, Tell us how that went down. I know that Martin Ridlow uh, shared uh, some of it with us, and it looks fantastic. Yes, they presented on uh, May 19, and they... The task force, uh, the nine uh, uh, business sector representatives, as well as council and staff, worked uh, very hard uh, in a three and a half week, less than four week period anyway, to turn around 35, I think, very uh, creative and practical recommendations that will be extremely impactful. And uh, that report we received and referred it to uh, staff, and the staff report is coming back today at the uh, Strategic Initiatives Committee meeting at 5 p.m. tonight. And uh, I'm, I think all of council is looking forward to it, and we're going to be implementing uh, some items. I think five or six will be implemented right away. And when we're asking uh, staff to look at experimenting with other items like street closures and staff are proposing uh, three separate uh, kind of uh, pilots to see how, uh, how street closures work in our community and what they look like and uh, if they would have the desired effect and um, two of the three um, involve uh, one involves closing Cinco Street down between uh, here Ontario and St. Paul and the other involves uh, looking at closing off the angled parking lanes on here Ontario Street uh, traffic would still go down here Ontario Street but there'd be no parking so that we could increase the area for uh, pedestrian traffic and potentially storefront activities so uh, that's that's just one of the many um, recommendations that we'll be looking at. And then staff will also look at, be recommending that some ideas like the Community Foundation and uh, the Community Investment Fund be things that uh, we continue to work on and, uh, and look at how we could implement those in Collingwood. So a lot of really exciting stuff. Um, and you're right, uh, there's a lot of communities now that are putting task forces together in Collingwood. We have got ours in with that the task force has done their job. They've crossed the finish line, and now it's up to council and the community to implement those and work together. And uh, I think it's, they're very exciting uh, possibilities. And as we start to open up our economy and hopefully see restaurants, we'll be able to open. Uh, this will be, I think, uh, very helpful for our local businesses. 
Of those 35 uh, suggestions and action plans that have been put in place or, or, have, or have been suggested, yeah. uh, I'm sure there's some, so there's some uh, uh, financial price tags that go with, with many of those, and I'm sure there's some human resource that goes with those. Where are we going to find that? Well, uh, John, when the COVID crisis first started uh, back in February, uh, we council set aside $2.5 million uh, from the asset sale proceeds. Uh, as a contingency fund, and uh, that fund has been uh, covering things like the tax deferral, uh, penal- waiving penalties and interest. Uh, it also was uh, covering the deferral on uh, water and wastewater charges, um, and that's where that money would come from. And uh, some of them are relatively, some don't cost anything. Uh, some are relatively inexpensive. We're looking at extending the digital Main Street program which gives uh, retail stores an online presence and uh, teaches them how to uh, put these uh, processes in place and have, have e-commerce. Um, and that's a program that's existed, but it's actually ending at the end of, ended at the end of May, and we will now look at extending that. And I think the price tag on that is about six or seven thousand um, dollars. And then there's some that are, are quite expensive, like the creation of a foundation, depending how you would seed it. Or we're looking at a potential uh, shopping coupon or uh, gift card that uh, the town would give to each of our uh, households, uh, which is a little over 11000 I think, as to be used in a downtown business or a Collingwood business. It doesn't have to be downtown. Right. Um, uh, but then you have to work on how you implement that. And there would be a considerable amount of staff time in doing that. It's, it's uh, not a simple process. So uh, that would be... Uh, potentially much more costly and involve much more labor. And uh, what staff is recommending today is that uh, we give them some latitude uh, to do a little more research on that and what it might look like and come back with a more fulsome report. And uh, if we did implement it, it would probably be in August or the fall as we start to work our way into uh, um, getting the economy going again. What we are seeing, and I think it's very uh, logical and very smart is that a lot of the retail businesses are being very slow to open because they want to assess the situation. They want better understand the climate and how social restrictions would impact their stores. And some are having to change the interior layouts of their stores. So uh, we're moving. I think people are wisely moving cautiously. Um, but uh, you know, there's optimism out there, and I think uh, I think we are going to find our way forward. How much of these suggestions and moving forward on some of the task forces uh, of ideas are going to impact the strategic plan that's already in place? Uh, You know, that's a great question because the strategic plan uh, is in place. It was done in 2015, and it was a very big community uh, process that generated it, uh, and it reflected that the aspirations and goals of our community, our residents, um, not just council. And uh, so we. this council has gone through a refresh process. Uh, we started it uh, last uh, summer, and uh, there's been a number of community engagement processes, and, uh, and it's now on the uh, agenda to come back today. And uh, Sonia Skinner, our CAO, when she was executive director, that was a big project that she was handling, and uh, I think the report is uh, sensational. I think the... It's, it's updated it, it's made it uh, much more relevant, but it's also giving this council a real roadmap uh, to focus on. And there are some, and uh, to answer your question, there are many aspects of the um, st- 
strat plan, this community-based strategic plan, that are reflected in the recommendations and vice versa. So we, we were looking at the possibility of setting up a community foundation, and that's one of the recommendations. Uh, the economic uh, impacts of the, um, and the and the thought process behind the task force uh, was very interesting to me. It, it very closely mirrors and identified some of the same issues that our economic uh, action task force or committee looked at. So there's real uh, overlap there and uh, economic development and, uh, and uh, a vibrant downtown core are a big part of our strat plan. So there is really a lot of overlap, a lot of synergies, and uh, we. Uh, the great thing is that pushing forward on any number of those fronts is actually uh, augmenting and, and pursuing goals that were identified in the others. So it is really, I think what it shows is, is a consistency of thought and a commonality of interest throughout our community, which is really great to see. Uh, Mr. Mayor, I just noticed Lisa Frano posted this on Facebook just seconds ago uh, that there's been uh, well over 7,400 signatures uh, on a, uh, a petition to develop a bylaw that would prohibit the visibility of displaying symbols, things like the Confederate flag. Uh, where do you stand on that and, and how? what's the next process once they've got their signatures in place? Well, they're certainly welcome to come to council. Uh, we'd have to send that off for a legal opinion. Uh, we are a statutory creature of the province, so whether we have the ability to uh, impose a bylaw uh, restricting uh, people from flying flags and symbols uh, it is a legal question we'd have to get the answer to. Uh, but I think it's all part of a much bigger discussion, and uh, diversity uh, is a very much... Um, Tolerance and diversity are very critical issues in our community. We are partnered with the UN Habitat about uh, Sustainable Goal Number 11, the UN Sustainable Goal Number 11, which is safe, inclusive, and sustainable communities. And our uh, strat plan, which is coming back today, uh, makes uh, diversity and tolerance uh, a priority of this council and of our community. So I think the bigger takeaway from this discussion is uh, how do we work together uh, to make sure that we are a tolerant and diverse community and uh, right across the board. And we have seen with all the tragic events that have been going on in the U.S. that this is an issue that has come to the forefront of people's minds. Uh, We have have diversity issues in Canada. We have uh, racism issues. um, And we have it with our own Indigenous peoples. And this council had a sensitivity training session with uh, some Indigenous leaders. and, uh, And for some... Indigenous peoples, you know, you know, the Union Jack would be viewed the same way as a black person might view the uh, Confederate flag. So I think we need to have that cultural diversity and understanding. And um, uh, I think the Iwan Gathering Circle has recognized that. And, uh, and it's an issue that we all have to address. Let's talk about some good news in terms of Sunset Point Park. Uh, looks like things are moving on nicely. Yes, uh, Sunset Point Park, the, uh, the shoreline uh, repairs have been done and uh, they're doing some work on the parking um, uh, situation down there and defining the parking lot, which will give us a better idea of the total the capacity of the parking. And that's been an issue uh, for us over the last two years to try and determine the, the capacity of the park mm-hmm. and how to regulate uh, the parking uh, situation. And so that uh, staff will be coming back to council with that. 
the park is not yet open, and uh, when it is open, we will be asking people to respect uh, the boundaries. Uh, there are areas that are being reseeded, and the uh, trail has be- is being repaired. Uh, so uh, we will have some areas roped off. And I think the other thing that's important, and I've been speaking to uh, our PRC staff, is that we're getting, we need to, we're all uh, anxious to get out and to enjoy our beautiful uh, amenities, but we have to continue to respect the threat of the COVID virus. It is a fact of life for us for the next 12 months, 18 months. And uh, so we will be looking at uh, uh, util- uh, implementing some of the circles uh, concepts that uh, they used in Toronto at the Bellwood Park and have been using in the U.S., uh, to make sure that people understand the kind of the dimensions. <clears throat> so uh, I think they will be looking at implementing some uh, circles in uh, Sunset Point um, at Millennium Park and uh, potentially Heritage Park. So uh, we have to remind people of that, and it, it was a fact of life, but uh, we're looking forward to getting the park open. And as the weather warms up, I, I know people will want to get down by the water. Mayor Brian Saunderson from the Town of Collingwood, thank you so much for once again joining us here on Talk of the Town. Well, thank you very much, guys. Have a great day. And kudos to you, John, for your live and original uh, broadcast uh, that people can do, uh, can join in um, uh, virtually. And Every uh, Monday so night at 7. It's fantastic stuff. It's <laughs> thank been getting you. lots of hits, I understand. So you're getting famous. Well, we're, you know what? We're having a lot of fun with it. And a big kudos to Tyler Cleary from the town of Collingwood in the PRC department uh, over at the Simcoe Street Theater. You know, we all miss being at that lovely little theater, but uh, this is kind of just a way to hold it together. Yes, well, I've, I've been watching some of the uh, assemble uh, that have been archived, but I'm certainly looking forward to joining you on Monday. Thank you, Brian. All right, take care, John, and Mel, we'll see you later.